0: In a 2017 survey published in the Journal of Occupational and Environmental Medicine by Dr. Andrew Chate, 2,063 individuals' stress, burnout, sleep problems, as well as their likelihood of depression were all measured. It also measured work characteristics, such as the individual's job demands, job influence, and social support. It turns out that high strain work environments have an unfavorable effect in all outcomes. Who would have known? But this is where today's guest comes into play, and essentially every one of the guests we've had. The research also discovered that resilience has a protective effect on all of those outcomes. For stress, burnout, and sleep, higher resilience has a more protective effect under low strain conditions. And then for depression, anxiety, and productivity, resilience has a more protective effect when job strain is high. Workers with higher resilience, in conclusion, have better outcomes in challenging work environments. Luckily for us today, we're talking resilience and community support with the Joint Base Charleston Community Support Coordinator, who is all things resilience, as well as the chair of the Community Action Team, responsible for the enhancement of the military community's quality of life. This is the Team Charleston Family Readiness Podcast, the podcast where we talk to helping agencies about how they can help military members and their families. Today's guest spent 26 years on active duty in seven different special duties, and eight of those years were in the resilience world. She is passionate about teaching and has taught conflict resolution, team building, communication, emotional intelligence classes, as well as Franklin Covey curriculum. Today, we're talking about how JB cares with Miss Michelle McMeekin. So, here we are today on this week's episode. We have a first time guest, Miss Mich- Michelle McMeekin, and she's our Joint Base Charleston Community Support Coordinator. How are we doing today, Michelle?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for inviting me to come on.
0: Uh, Well, we've got a ton of things we're going to talk about today, and we're just going to dive right into it.
1: Awesome. Can't wait.
0: Now, this, this is a huge role you have on the base, especially right now in these, I hate to say this cliche now, these uncertain times. What you bring to the table is very relevant to helping military members and their families get through what's happening. Can you kind of elaborate on what that is, what you bring to the table? Sure.
1: Um, it is actually, it's a it's a huge role. It has a lot of moving parts that a, that a lot of people have no idea what kind of goes on behind the scenes. Um, but one of my primary roles is to work with all of the different helping agencies across the installation so from military family readiness to the health promotions to mental health to the chapel to the MFLAX to red cross military one source uh, ig sarc all of those folks we work together collaboratively so that we can continually look at the needs of our base population and their families And our goal is to continually assess and reassess what we're doing, what we have available and where maybe we might have shortfalls in taking care of our families. And that's a huge endeavor to make sure that we are taking care of our families so that they believe that being stationed at Joint Base Charleston is a good thing. And that when they leave here, it was a really good assignment for them, good memories, and that they believe they were part of a community who cared for them. So that's kind of huge. And um, along with that, uh, if we do wingman days, those are within my purview, too, to making sure that we have time set aside to talk about teamwork and team building and camaraderie and communication and leadership and development and all the different things that make us operate like a well-oiled machine. And so those things fall in my purview and then also the resilience program, which is probably... Uh, my baby, I love that. I've been involved with that for a really long time.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: at the very beginning, so that's one of my favorite things.
0: Resiliency is huge, and it's important. I mean, really, you connect all of the helping agencies that we've been talking to on the podcast. Really, you are you're one of the focal points for all of those, and you really link all of those together, and you kind of get them going in the same direction towards a common goal after assessing the needs of the community. And it's important, I mean, the community action team and all of those helping agencies, it's important, you know, we, we take care of those families, like you said, because of those unique challenges military families face. I mean, frequent moves, uh, often you're away from your family and friends that you've probably grown up with and known your whole life and then on top of that you throw in deployments and then on top of that we have uh COVID-19 so (laughs) right right there's so much let's just add like in 2020 get any murder hornets
1: right flying snake I don't know I think that's really the top of the line
0: (laughs) A flying yes it's terrible so your role as in the cat and as the CSC I think is is vital can you give me the definition of resi- is there a definition?
1: Oh. <laughs> the ability to withstand, recover, and adapt, basically. Um, reali- realistically, what we're talking about is the ability to grow. Everybody faces adversity. We know that. But our ability to survive versus thrive, what we're really hoping for is that at this point in life, everyone has probably survived yeah. some sort of adversity. Right? Most of us oh, have definitely. in some way, shape, or form some of us more than others. And so we've all learned what it looks like to survive and we've all adapted coping skills. Some of them are a little less helpful or productive than others. And so one of the best things that I can sell about resilience is learning healthy coping mechanisms and healthy coping skills so that we can actually move to a place of growth and recovery. And that's really what we're looking for is growth and recovery okay, in the face of adversity. Definitely a lot of
0: adversity right now, especially in 2020. So what what are some of these Absolutely. things that we're doing now? So maybe we realize that things are getting kind of stressed out. We are getting stressed. It's starting to affect us. We want to get some of these tools for our toolbox that you're talking about. How do I how do I go about that? What, what are we offering? How can I actually go about doing that for sure. myself as well as maybe my family and, and airmen that I supervise?
1: yeah absolutely. So one of the best things is, um you know oftentimes we find out that a lot of the classes and the workshops that we offer uh they're not often taken advantage of ahead of time, and that's probably one of all of us as helping agencies. That's probably one of our biggest disappointments. A lot of our helping agencies have some really wonderful classes and workshops and um sessions available that can be one on one small groups, and being able to take advantage of those. To really um, hit these skill sets up front instead of always waiting until it's a reactionary type of mode would be extremely helpful. Um, All of our helping agencies are still offering classes and workshops and sessions. We've just learned how to do it differently. We're either putting them on Zoom or we're putting them on um, Microsoft Teams or Adobe Connect. A lot of different things are going on a lot of the different helping agencies are offering their sessions through a variety of means. And so just engaging with each one of them to find out what's available, whether it's a, a phone call or the zoom or the Adobe connect. Um, our goal is to still serve the population and whatever the challenge that looks like. And so we're all trying to make that available. One of the biggest things that I'm really proud of that we started was the JB cares Facebook page and JB cares. Okay. What that really is is, That's our nickname for the community action team, which is, like you mentioned, the group that consists of all those helping agencies. We're called a community action team so that we can take care of the community, take action where needed. Right. And so we developed a a nickname because we felt like we really needed to have an identity and we wanted the base to identify with us. Definitely. So we called ourselves JB Cares, which stands for Joint Base Charleston. Community Agencies for Resiliency, Enrichment, and Support.
0: No, I, I, honestly, I never knew that that's what it stood for. I just thought it was a fun name. Yeah, so it wasn't oh,
1: just a cute acronyms, name. We actually oh. had a purpose behind More that. More acronyms. Absolutely. And, and that was the hope is that when you hear JB Cares and you recognize that that name then identifies with all of the helping agencies across the installation and that we do care, And our goal is either to promote resilience, to promote an enrichment of your own life or your own life skills, and or to support you in some way, shape, or form that helps you be the best version of you or to take care of your family in the best way that you can. Our goal was that we wanted to make sure you identify with that when you think of us as the helping agencies. So JB Cares, yeah. And so we started a Facebook page. And our goal is to put helpful hints and tips out there. We ask for the agencies to provide information to us on a regular basis. So there's either resilience tips or Definitely. parent tips or communication tips or how to deal with stress. Financial right now we have. One uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's a great pace, uh, place to get information. And uh, that's just your facebook.com slash JB dot C-A-R-E-S.
0: I mean, it's really about information dissemination, and that's one of the biggest frustrations that a lot of military members maybe have, a lot of military spouses might have. It's that they want to know the info, but they may or may not be actually getting it. So having all of these helping agencies that care about the families, JB Cares, in one centralized location, kind of providing helpful hints, tips, uh, classes, workshop calendars, all on the Facebook page is definitely going to facilitate that information dissemination that everybody craves, to be honest with you. So that's a great resource that families need to actually check out, go in there, like it, and then definitely follow that page because that's where a lot of the information comes from. It's it's amazing how much communicating actually happens via social media, which is I don't know. It could Absolutely. be a good thing. Could be a bad thing. I don't know. It just depends. <laughs> but um, a lot of information. So there
1: is there is. And, you know, I that's um, I thanks for bringing that up, too, because that's actually one of the biggest challenges. You know, as a former military member myself, I worked at Airmen and Family Readiness for four years. That was one of the biggest challenges that we had was how to get that dissemination of information out to spouses. And realistically, that probably is where my heart and my passion is, is to reach the spouses and the family members, because we can push information to our military members all day long. But I've been the military member, I know what it was like to be busy at the end of the day, and to not get that piece of information home that needed to come home and, or to pick and choose, well, that, you know, he doesn't really care about that. And I made that choice for him, never asking him one way or the other, And truthfully, you know, those pre-deployment briefings and reintegration briefings (laughs) near and dear to my heart. Right. Right. I remember those days (laughs) and I can remember the spouses that would actually show up, say, wow, this was great information. I never knew I could come. And I'm like, I know. Right. I know. So really, if at the end of the day, we could reach more of our spouses, show them that they're loved, that they're cared for, that there's a community here that wants to reach out and support them. It's not about getting in your business. It is simply about giving you a place that you can reach out to when you need something. Because when the member is 3,000 miles away, he and she cannot fix that dishwasher for you. And you're going to be mad. You're going to be irritated. The garbage disposal doesn't work. The lawnmower doesn't work. The dog's going crazy. Your kid needs a doctor's appointment. And you're like, what? Those are the times when you reach out to your support systems that may include base helping agencies. And oftentimes our spouses just don't know that it's available to them.
0: That's where resilience really comes into play. And speaking more of resilience, so I need a resilience class. Where am I going? Where do I go to get a resilience class right now? It's COVID-19. There were murder hornets earlier. What am I doing?
1: So um, there's a couple options actually. So number one, um, for our spouses, one of the best things we have going right now is in light of COVID, the fact that we're kind of, Uh, limited to our physical closeness and proximity. Uh, So we have partnered with a couple of the other AMC bases, and we are offering spouse resilience sessions three times a week. There's a Tuesday morning at 10, a Wednesday afternoon at 3, and a Thursday afternoon at 6.30. And yours truly actually hosts or co-hosts that Thursday evening one. So definitely want to see you there. But the great news about these three sessions is we know that your schedules are crazy. We know that from one day to the next, like we just don't really know what's going to happen. And we don't know what kind of reaction and flexibility we're going to have to have. So we deliberately scheduled three different sessions, a morning an afternoon and an evening, to be as flexible and easy for spouses to jump in and out of sessions. And if you miss a week, it's great because it's standalone sessions. So you can still jump in the next week. Even if you skipped one, you can do morning this week and afternoon or evening next week. And it's completely available to them. And I promote that and advertise that on our Facebook page. So they can get to that, get to the link. It's a zoom session. Okay. We love it if they'll turn their computers and cameras on so we can see them, but we don't even care if you sit in the background and you just get to soak the material in. If you're a quiet, shy one and you don't want to participate, it's totally okay.
0: You know what? Between you and me and anybody else that listens to this, that is a pet peeve of mine is people that are in a Zoom session, like a training session, and don't turn on their camera.
1: Yes. Well you should try teaching eight hours of resilience to FTAC Airmen who don't have their
0: cameras turned on. And they're turning off the cameras and it's like at least if you have the camera on, I feel like you're listening. 25
1: black dots with no faces. No. That's see, hard.
0: And how many of that's them hard. had their how many of them had the, the volume on? See that's what worries me. It's like if I can at least see at least I feel like you're listening. Right.
1: Yeah, I'm totally ready to get back to in-person because at least I can gauge the audience. I can see your faces. I know what's happening. But Zoom has been the next best thing. And we've had some really good, um, healthy, productive Zoom sessions with Resilience. And it's been good stuff. So we're really excited that we have that capability.
0: Okay, so speaking of in-person classes, before all of this COVID happened, you were actually teaching a lot of key spouse courses as well, or at least resiliency courses for the key spouses. And we got a ton of great feedback. And before everything happened, you did a, a class on gratitude, I believe, which mm-hmm. came to us with rave reviews. Oh, can you great. elaborate? A, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had a few spouses actually said that they really liked it. Okay. So can you elaborate a little bit more on something like gratitude and kind of what's in your toolkit for uh, as far as resiliency goes?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we're really actually very proud of that. Um, That's an AMC endeavor that we have key spouse or spouse-specific resilience training. Um, For a long, long time, one of the biggest complaints that we had was that when we tried to share the resilience material with spouses, uh, a lot of the facilitators just weren't really comfortable with addressing spouses and didn't really know how to kind of adapt to that. And so AMC took the lead on that, and they developed spouse-specific, which allowed for spouse-specific examples and terminology. And uh, so we got to charter that, and we're really, really excited because that went live. And then now uh, we have the virtual spouse toolkit out there that we have also um, advertised on the, the Facebook page. But that spouse toolkit is essentially a replica of our active duty version. It's just specific to terminology and things that we would say with spouses that would be more in line with the challenges they face as the spouse that might be at home or working while the military member is doing their thing or off deployed or any of those kind of things. And it has eight key essential modules, gratitude being one of them. We also have value based goals. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a whole bunch. And you mentioned this resiliency toolkit and that came online and that the link to that will be in the show notes. But yeah, goals, strengths, balance, celebrate, mindfulness, gratitude. There's a whole bunch of things on here. This is a great website. There's videos and then how to put that into practice. Uh, The key spouses that attended that gratitude one did really like that. And unfortunately, we couldn't really get it off the ground before everything kind of went crazy. So
1: Yeah, but we definitely want to help. We want to get those back on because we um, we had a lot of engagement with the Navy side as well. We've had some great sessions with Coast Guard spouses, uh, really loving it too. So we definitely want to, as soon as we're able to get back in person, we really want to pick those back up off the ground because there's a lot of there's a lot of learning that takes place when we get to see face to face and share our experiences.
0: Definitely in all of these classes, for instance, that toolkit is open to spouses of no matter the service. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, I'm assuming, even though it might be an Air Mobility Command class, uh, resilience class, that is also open to Navy, all yeah. everybody. Okay, perfect. So anybody, that's fantastic. So, and that is uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and I'll have that also in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And if you want to sign up for the Zoom, you just go to their Facebook page, JB Cares. Okay, so here we are it's COVID. You are the resilience guru on the base. What are some tips you can give the families right now to help us get through the next, I don't know, the school year? School's got to be stressful (laughs) now. We don't know if the kids are coming or going, if it's in person or if it's on the internet, if they're going to be part-time teachers as well as working from home.
1: Yeah. You know, you might be the best parent in the world, but you might not be a great teacher. So this whole homeschooling thing has really taken parenting to a whole new level. And multitasking. Like we, you know, when they said science says that we didn't multitask, well, they apparently didn't know about COVID 2020 and parenting and working and all that good stuff. So, you know, one of the biggest things is that there is a lot of uncertainty. Nobody really knows. Nobody really has any of the answers and it literally changes from day to day. Like, like every, everything that we expected, everything that we already knew or don't know, it changes daily. So, probably one of the biggest things that I could say is, you know, first give yourself a break for feeling anxious or stressed out in this uncertain time. Realistically, most of us do at some point, you know, we may not stay there, but we probably go through there daily or weekly. um, Just feeling that frustration of not knowing, not having the why, not knowing what's next, not knowing, well, what next month's going to look like. So, First, give yourself a break for that and just recognize that that really is how we're wired and that it's normal to be frustrated in that. Realistically, the second is kind of keep the faith. That um, That's huge. I think you need to keep faith in yourself for the strengths that you have, for the skill sets that you do have, for where you've come in life up to this point. I think that's huge. Yeah. Um, The other thing that you need to have faith in is the people around you. Oftentimes, one of the biggest things that occurs is when we start getting stressed and anxious, we start getting embarrassed or we start feeling shamed. And when we do that, we pull into ourselves. We withdraw from the people around us. We don't want to admit that weakness. We don't want to show that shame to you. We want to hold that in thinking I'm the only person that's experiencing it. But I guarantee you, you are not. You are not the only person. So I would say have faith in the people, the the people who love you, the people who care about you, including me, including the people in our helping agencies. We are here to help you. We are here to navigate this together. So we really want to make sure that you understand there is nothing to be anxious about or scared about or embarrassed about or ashamed about. We are all trying to figure this out and survive. So have faith in the people around you including your helping agencies. Um, And then realistically, you know, have faith in bigger than you, something bigger than you. Uh, For some of us like myself, that's, you know, faith in God. Uh, That's a huge piece. My spirituality is a huge piece, but not everybody's like that. Not everybody has the same religious beliefs and we get that. But the beauty of the spiritual fitness or resilience of the comprehensive fitness model is that it focuses on Purpose, perspective, perseverance, and personal core values. And that is something that is applicable to all of us. So realistically, again, having faith in something bigger than you in this case just means having the ability to say we're going to survive. We're going to get better. We're going to get smarter. We're going to get stronger. Um, We're going to have learned something. And we're still standing. At the end of the day, we're still standing. So that really is... One of the biggest things, and I would don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to get help through anything, parenting, sleep tips, anything. Like there are so many resources.
0: And I mean, really, if anybody doesn't know where to go, they can just reach out to whatever helping agency it is they know. And then we can direct them to the one that might best work. And that's the, that's kind of what the whole jb cares community action team is it's kind of an interlocking uh i mean a military of term i'm security forces interlocking fields of fire here right. so that we can all kind of work together and make sure every sector is covered whether it's your spiritual physical um, what mental and then there's another fourth domain that is escaping my social
1: mental physical and spiritual
0: social social okay so whether it's any one of those one of our helping agencies somebody in the community action team, JB Cares, they're able to uh, point you in the right direction and take care of it and uh, really build up that resilience. So you've told us about resiliency. You've talked about the community action team. So it sounds like you are pretty, I know you're passionate about this. I've seen your work ethic and, and what you're bringing to the table. So what makes you where's that drive coming through? What is your favorite part about that? Clearly you like doing this. I do,
1: I do. Um,
0: So what is it? Yeah,
1: so you know, I spent 26 years in the military and I had a variety of different jobs that I learned all kinds of different things and different skills. And I never would have imagined that I got to this point and I would get to kind of put it all back out there. And I have learned that I love being in a teaching environment. I absolutely love helping people get to that best version. And so we teach so many classes on the base, all the different resilience classes. We teach emotional intelligence. We teach the four lenses, you know, personality and how to communicate with, we're trying to get that off the ground with couples and um, how it relates to how we communicate, how our personalities are different. Um, But one of the biggest things that I've learned is that I'm very passionate about teaching and helping people literally become their best versions of themselves. And that, that at the end of the day, that makes me happy. That floats my boat. So, Well,
0: that's good to hear. Yeah, I, I can definitely sense the, the passion, the excitement you have for teaching and resilience in particular and helping out those families. And that's what we're all here for. Every single one of the agencies, all the base helping agencies, that's what we're here for. So um, awesome. This was an awesome, awesome uh, talk yeah. today. I think we definitely gleaned a lot of good information about A, what uh, JB Cares is, and B, really what resiliency can do for not only the military members, but also the family members, and they can definitely benefit a great deal from putting some of those resiliency tactics, traits into, uh, into practice.
1: We really don't want just resilient airmen. We have the ability to reach out to spouses. You know, we didn't mention this. I know we were kind of wrapping this up, but Uh, We do have resilience for kids, too. We have a a teen bounce program and we've run that several times through the youth center, um, either in standalone modules or in a in a camp that we did for a week. We did that two years in a row. Um, Our goal is we want a, a completely resilient community. So if we get it to teams and we get it to spouses and we get it to military members, then the likelihood is that, you know, the hope is that they all have that core knowledge and skill set together and they get to help each other out when they're having weak points or when they've forgotten and they're the ones that's stressed out, then the spouse or the kid can, Hey, you know what? At the end of the day, this thing is so bad. We can do it. You know, we want them to work together. So.
0: That's fantastic. Well, awesome. Well, Miss McMeekin, thanks for coming on today and I appreciate it. And we'll, uh, we'll be seeing you around. We'll be checking out that Facebook page.
1: Well, thank you for having me today. I really appreciate it. (laughs)
0: All right. Take care now.
1: Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.
0: We talked about a ton of things today, but I think the biggest takeaway is that resilience is vital and it's made up of four pillars. And those include the mental, physical, spiritual, and social pillars. And granted, I might not have remembered what the social pillar was earlier in the show, but see me on the street, ask me what it is. I'll remember it's a social pillar next time. I'm not going to forget it. And the person who can link you and your families to those domains is Ms. Michelle McMeekin, the community support coordinator. Don't forget about the JB Cares Facebook page. That's where you can learn more about the community action team and what it can do for you. It's comprised of helping agencies focused on serving airmen, sailors, dependents, and civilians at Joint Base Charleston. And this was news to me. It stands for the Joint Base Charleston Community Agencies for Resilience, Enrichment, and Support. And that is a fantastic acronym. That's one of the better ones. It includes many of the organizations we've spoken to in the past on the show to include the chapel, family advocacy, the school liaison office, and many more. You can go to their Facebook page where you can find resiliency tips and register for some of those Air Mobility Command virtual resiliency classes that Michelle helps facilitate. And all of those resources are there to enhance the quality of life and help service members and their families. So stay safe out there, everyone. Enjoy some time with your families while it's still summer. Post on our Facebook page at JBCMFR if there are any topics or guests you'd like us to have on. And we'll see you next time. And remember, any services about a specific commercial product, process, service, or any use of any trade firm or corporation name is for the public's information and convenience that does not constitute an endorsement recommendation or favoring by the U.S. Air Force. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.